Welcome to another episode of the I Know What I Got cast, or Ickwick, if you happen to be one of those fellas. Mercury Cougars in your area running with top-tier Ford Escorts. <laughs> if you won't start, park it in the rear and call Carvio today, and we will be the strong hand that will pay. 855-951-3335. I'm Andrew, your host, Andrew, here with David and Ben. Hold on, I wrote those in the wrong order. Uh, uh, which one of you was born first? Ben. Ben still. and David. And the other guy, Chuck. That's me. Chuck, here he is. He gets to talk about the Hot Wheel today. So, today uh, we wanted to shake things up and do the small pop quiz that I'm always talking about. So, on today's episode, we're going to go over common automotive-related myths, debunking some, and find out if others are true. Uh, Or at least give it our best you know, educated guess. And in some cases, it happens to be both. Educate me, Captain. Well, I'm just giggling because he almost said Ottoman myths. Ottoman myths. (laughs) Starting in 1624, (coughs) or whenever they were. So uh, they wanted, I see you just marked it there. You want me to give a special shout out to our fella in Belgium. And we see you and we say thank you. We are glad we make enough sense to keep you What have you been calling him, David? The muscles from Brussels. Yes, Mus- we appreciate you. We appreciate you, buddy. We appreciate oh, you. Thank you, sir. Or man. Yes. Whoever you are. You have muscles. Thanks, from persons. Thank you. For listening to us all the time. So the first one is, um, do you need to let a car warm up before you drive it? Yes. Wait, this is a huge question that I need answered. So you do. I don't okay. know the answer. So I've been well. No, our cousin, okay, well, our cousin Josh had an Audi A4, uh-huh. and he drove it away from wherever it was he, after a while of not driving it, and didn't let it warm up, and blew the head gasket. So, so that wait, 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 could be so for a number of different. He didn't reasons. drive it for a long time, like two weeks. Two weeks, and then he just picked it up and drove it. Just not like drove shit out of it. I don't think anything crazy, although. He is known to uh, so is not car go new? slow. Was it old? Yeah, what well, year for? You probably leased it. So it was like during a lease period, whenever this was. But it was like, what, 2012 and earlier? Probably. Yeah, yeah 2011 okay. maybe. It was a while ago. He went from complicated. to Audi once, and then he went straight to Mercedes. It's <laughs> hilarious. So, I wonder. Yeah. So I would say that it depends. The if heat. you're... If your car was manufactured roughly before 2010, about, maybe you should consider that. How long? Okay, because yes, that was my answer. I was going to do that because I have been... So, I mean, if you... Always. The more care you want to take about it, the longer you will let it sit, right? Because you can, you you know, quote unquote, let it warm up enough uh, to just get the oil, you know, going around and along the top. Right. The valve train or the... The camshafts or whatever you have at the top there, um, or you can go the extra mile and actually start to see the needle kind of start to go up a little bit, and then uh, yeah, like the, the temperature, the coolant temperature, yeah, like, oh, just wait yeah, for that. Yeah, 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 that yeah, can yes, take a yes. while, uh, um, especially for older cars. Um, I would always just kind of let it sit for you know, let the oil move around a bit, and then I would just kind of roll out in the in a low gear and keep the air. I wouldn't just like 
go, you know, right off the bat. So I stopped doing that. Side note, the Previa doesn't go into its highest gear until it's warmed up. So when I get on the freeway, that's a transmission temperature thing. I'm doing like 50 until. Yeah. Interesting. Requirements because the valve body won't open and close still too, because it's not the right pressure. Because the fluid, so transmission fluid gets thinner as you get to operating temperature, and it'll expand. That's why you measure you measure your transmission fluid. You can do it cold or hot, but both. you need to have a specific check mark on those two positions because otherwise you'll yeah. read it wrong if you don't know what it's in. Some some yeah, cars only you can cold. check them when they're warm. Some cars you only can check them when they're cold, and sometimes it doesn't matter. Like if Chrysler, so Chryslers just have a dipstick tube and no dipstick on it. Like there's just a cap. So what you do is you have a factory as a technician, and you have a factory one that you slide in there when it's running and operating at warm, like like operating temperature, and that's when you check it. So a lot of newer cars they have um, cold starts kind of like worked into their old software a bit, and they will. I think uh, I don't know what it entails mechanically or anything. I, I know Not it's it's mostly to warm up the cat. Yeah. They kind of let it convert faster so they can start, you know, like stop noxious fumes from. You think it, I, you feel like it just? I feel like it just gives more fuel, so there's a bigger boom, so it, it warms up faster. Yeah, it's like a choke. It runs a little richer. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It uh-huh. messes with the airflow. Uh, it probably does um, because they're a little bit newer. Like it might retard the timing a little bit too. But mm-hmm. but other yeah. than that, it's not going to really do too, too much. So I mean, it's 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 the newer, the less likely you are going to have to yeah. actually I sit there and warm it up. And but I think for any car, that's fair. I think for any car, you don't as as long as you're close to your idling. While you're, you know, warming up yeah. or, or driving down the road, the first road, your, your street, whatever, just, you know, that, that that's pretty good. The only time you do need to actually sit there and let it warm up is if you have a rotary engine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or anything from the 90s. So if you can imagine having a 2008 Mazda RX-8, uh, if you wanted to use that as a daily then you're gonna have to add an extra 10 minutes or so to your commute uh, this may or may not be a dumb question but it's probably a dumb question does that does does this hmm, um uh does does um like carbureted versus fuel injected create a big like no like because it has difference it has mostly to do with um whether or not just, you want to wait, I guess, is my question. Well, it, that, where, where the oil is at and the the temperature of the block, um, older cars will sometimes have solid cast iron blocks, so it might take a little longer. Um, Those you do want to, though. At, the, at, at, at this point, there have been so many heat cycles through that block, you can do just about anything you want to it, and it will not crack. Um, yeah. The pistons, however, different story. Yeah. Um, Conrod, the, the the inside of the cylinders, you know, that's that's the stuff you got to worry about. Any other questions? No. Not about that. All think. right, lifetime fluids. We're talking about the kind of stuff that they put in differentials and transmissions nowadays, right? Even even on uh, back in the seventies, I think they were putting lifetime fluid um, in the differentials, right? So, this is referring to the life of the fluid in question. So, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Was the last one a myth or not? No. A little okay. both. Great. Well, no, it's not really. Car dependent. Uh, so, here, here's, here's the way it breaks down. If it's a new car, just get in it and drive. Doesn't matter. Right. Like, brand new. Like, new, new. Like, way 2012 and up. New. Yeah. If it's from the 90s and older, let it warm up until it's like, depending on what you have going on, if it's like a, 
a built car, yeah, let that get up to operating temperature before you drive that down the street. Especially you, if it's a you, 90s and older vehicle. Gotcha. Um, but, but what about 2001? 2001? Yeah, <laughs> just let it, I would, let it warm up. I would let that warm up for like yeah. 10 minutes, maybe, yeah. 5 minutes. So you, you know, it just depends. Wait, are you referring free. to your Mercedes? Of course. It is a German car. It is likely to be, it has much lower tolerances than the engine. They are right? also kind of fragile. They're like glass cannons. Warm it, it up. It really depends on the kind of engine. The most important thing is that you let it sit enough to feel like the oil has had time to get everywhere before yeah. you actually start raising the yes, RPM yes. of the engine. Right. So, no, it's not a myth. You should probably... It's not necessarily warming the engine up. You just want to... Let everything get a little wet. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little wet. Back to the lifetime fluids. Moist. Um, it has it has more to do with the um, life of the fluid, um, not the actual component that it is working with. Uh, and that's a pretty simple one. Obviously, it, any any metal on metal is going to wear out much faster. Um, there are some uh, transaxles that I think they they don't they have they have like a fluid, like a completely fluid transaxle. The the, the gears don't actually really make any contact whatsoever there's enough space in between them and enough grease yeah or whatever have you that the the metal actually never touches at any point so right that's that's used uh, yeah sometimes they put them in, in overlanding vehicles which doesn't make any sense uh, yeah um so lifetime fluids refer to the fluids please don't think that your differential is good for the lifetime of the vehicle that no, hurt. yeah. <laughs> Differentials still blow, and uh, it's pretty often. I feel like if they do call Carvio eight five five nine five one three 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 five. I don't. I'm no longer the only one with that memorized. That, I'm, like, mm, I'm about to drop this. Well, no, you say it with a certain like rhythm. So it's, yeah. it's easier to remember. True, I do. I hit it the you same know? way every time. Yeah. So the next one is premium fuel. And whether or not it makes my base model Civic hit the VTEX being hard, my guy, full send, dude. <laughs> but it's true, though. <laughs> yeah. No evil can evil. This, this makes your car made to run. It, it, so the idea is, like, you, you have this base model economy car. Right. So if I put 91 in it, which is the highest you can get in California. Hang on. No, keep going. We'll keep going. 91 in it. Right. Right. Even any, it doesn't matter. Anything higher than 87, right, it's going to run better, in theory, right? Right. Ooh, ooh, follow-up to this one now. Okay, so what if, two questions, what? separately. <clears throat> he hasn't even answered the myth yet. What? Let him say have, stuff, part. Come on, it's not just me here. Okay, so um, now let's say... Uh, your car, you buy a brand new car, let's say this was 2005, and you bought a Lexus ES330. Um, and it says when you open the gas store, premium fuel only. Yeah. Should we or should we not? Yes. Yes. Okay. It is so, so. This That's why Miguel's do... car runs like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <Yeah>. Holy <laughs> Yes. At least put mid grade in her 2005 Lexus ES330. No, yeah. you so. cannot go. You should not you should really go, go any lower or yeah. higher. You should sure. definitely never go any lower. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. You can go higher. It's not gonna like 
hurt your car as much as going lower if you have a high octane one, right? Um, the idea is that you, your engine has been built to withstand that particular boom that that octane gives off, right? Right. So if you're putting 87 octane in your 91 or 2. 95. What? 2005? No, 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 no. In your, your 90. What, what's the grades in California? It's oh, 80, 91, 87, 89, 91. 91. Yeah. If you're putting, if you're putting <coughs> 87 in your 91 octane requiring vehicle, it's just it's not firing right. Your spark plugs are actually the wrong spark plugs used for that kind of thing, right? Okay. Um, so Miguel's car is okay. Which will cause okay. lots of so carbon deposits on your leads valves. me in very well to my follow up question. Uh-huh. If say okay, the Previa may or may not require premium, but I've never put premium in it, and mm-hmm. like let's be honest, neither have the yeah, last six owners or whatever before me, but. Um, so let's say you go from putting premium into your car when it's new, then five, six owners later, it has not used premium in a long, long time, but it still, you know, calls for premium, right? If you go back to putting premium in it, will that break something? No. It can't be good. No, no, it's no. Because no, I've heard, I've heard that if you go for, if you put like, if you've been putting one fuel in for, or octane in for ages and ages, and then you switch to a higher one, it'll... No, nope. it's the same as oh, put if you put synthetic in a car that needs conventional. Oh my god, it's gonna d- right. d- 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 die. I know that's I all use, wives' tales. I use Great. synthetic okay. myths. In Love this. Love that we're doing fire. this. It, it, synthetic is objectively better. No, 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 better, not but. oil gas. I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, but it's the same thing. Um, just go back to whatever the car wants, especially if you're using stock equipment. On a supercharged car, I can goddamn dare guarantee that it is premium. You know, it's that's what I was thinking. At least so, turbo cars, premium. Supercharged so should I start cars? putting premium in the Previa now? Yeah, absolutely. Start oh, at some point. Probably. Yeah, you might be. You, you, it, Watch your fuel economy come back. Yeah, I'm giggle because also the operating temperature for I those like fuels is a little different. I like what you're saying. I like all the things you're telling me right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And okay. here's the thing, what I tell people, like, if you have a German car and you put crap fuel in it, like Arco or Ampian, or not Arco, Arco. We're not going to get into that. Only hey, Shell all the day every day. Chevron's good. Chevron and Shell are the best. Anyways, okay, uh, Mobile's good, good too. Uh, oh but God. the thing is, is that it leaves carbon deposits on your valves. Right. Really mm-hmm. big, big, nasty. Ch- and sometimes it can unseat the valve. You can have leaks. You can have issues. It can unseat it so bad that you have... A piston kiss the valve. You can score them. You can all sorts of horrible shit. Um, and what does that is putting bad gas. And so if you have a premium car and you're putting non-premium fuel in it, I can guarantee you, you will have way more carbon deposits than normal. And you'll have to pay like $3,000 to get that walnut blasted out of your heads. Okay. So so we're going back to premium in the Previa. So, yeah. Great so. news. Thanks. Um, it's, God, man. I mean, I can't. I can't stand watching people wait half an hour at the Costco line to save like two dollars overall cents a gallon. Yeah, and they get ten gallons, gallons yeah. right? Yeah, that's twenty cents to fifty cents or whatever. Allison says that to me all the time. I'm like, like, let's go get Costco. You know where they spend like, that? You're an idiot. <laughs> I was like, you know where they spend Jewish? <laughs> they spend it on their motors that go kaput because they did not put good fuel in it. So we'll wrap this one up and and the, wait 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 one more. Costco oh, okay. just rebranded Shell. That's what I That'd was going to say. Is Costco I don't know. Gas, I do not bad know. Bad gas or good gas? I don't know. We'd have to what, dig into that. What? that okay. Don't, 
don't get too much into that because I know for a fact that most people don't even care which gas station they go to. See, I do. I do. I That's great. Good on you. A little funny. weird. It, it is. Fine. Well, luckily, like it's the closest gas station to my house is Shell. So, like, I normally am going to a Shell. Shell or Chevron. And then if I'm somewhere else, not by my house, and need gas, I'm like, I've been doing Shell this long. Like, might as well keep that trend going, right? That's the logic. Nothing. Stay true to brand. I guess that's another myth. Is it, uh, do they really get. And I get fuel. Yeah, they actually do. No, there's a difference between the fuel fuel companies. They they put a different additive. Like, like, yeah, different detergents and all this. One at a time, fellas. Oh. Please. Oh, no, I saw a Shell commercial back in the day, and they're like, if you don't put good fuel in your car, you're. Valves are gonna go shit like the, the yeah they show yeah, like it's dirty. real that's real yeah let them control you with fear oh man you remember those little sh- cars you used to be able to get at Chevron yeah eyes that would go back and forth I know yes. they still sell them they're rad yes. I have like an old one in a box I got at the swap meet so I, I I've read several times already in like explorer forums they're like don't put premium in you no it's made for eighty seven let it run on eighty seven it runs worse on ninety one mm-hmm. it's just not made for that. Just read your owner's manual for once. I know you've never taken oh, it out. Oh, that's brilliant. I have the owner's manual for the learn Previa. How to, learn oh. how to change your trip odometer back to your regular odometer. Also, uh, while me- you're there. Mechanical. It's not a problem. It's analog. Um, it's okay. <laughs> and that, that that's that. That's that for that myth. Um, Chuck, do you want to take this next one? Oh, yeah. This one's pretty funny. Um, all right, so I'll do this one. So, uh, should you hide behind a car in a gunfight? All right, so we've all seen it in a film. It depends where they're shooting from. No, Sorry. no. Uh, me, it doesn't. Let me tell you. So, someone is standing behind a car door in a major shootout or shooting from car to car in a crazy chase scene. While having more of pretty much anything between you and a bullet is recommended. Car doors and cars in general are not made with armor. In fact, they are mostly made of plastic, so they allow bullets to pass right through them. If all you have is a car between you and a pissed off bullet, use it, but do not expect it to save anything. By all means. <laughs> uh, not old cars either. That's not enough steel. No, no, no. Follow up to that. Huh. Busted. Um, the police. Yeah, they do that because it's better than nothing. It's that's literally true. that is yeah, the thought. It's fair. better than nothing. That's why I say you know, if least, all you, you have know, is... Slow it down a little bit. You don't want it to go through you. Yeah, yeah. You, you do... Slow well, it down enough to just kind of like sit in there. Or, or hopefully redirect into a nice piece of armor on your belly. Yeah. Or yeah, take yeah, out yeah. your leg. Or maybe what yeah. if it... Like what if you it, get a, you catch, it catches a good bounce then and your life is saved. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like anything beyond that is you're out of luck. Yeah, 100%. Um, so that's why I said so. Any between anything between you and a bullet is recommended. But like just don't <laughs> expect a car door to be like what you think it is in the movies. Yeah. If, um, if you listeners out there want to see a cool video... About what it looks like when an armored car gets shot. Check out. Uh, can I uh, do this? Or yeah, no? I do. I think I'm yeah, yeah. the one where the CEO sits in the car. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, that one's insane no. too. So this this YouTuber Demolition Ranch. Oh, that um, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he traded a, a uh, so he he does stuff where he shoots things with guns. Yeah. That you wouldn't normally expect to get shot. For example, like a vase. No, like like a well, sure. You'd shoot a vase. We've all seen John Wick. Come on. Um, uh, but I have not. Really? Continue. That's really? a problem. We're not talking about it. 
Don't right. watch the first one. Skip. You don't want to see the dog. That's yeah, that was necessary. <laughs> Skip through the first then like I won't fifteen understand minutes why he's of the so movie. Mad. Oh, you will. You'll just be like somebody shot it. his dog, and you'll be like, oh, all right, and then you'll carry on and be like, this all makes sense. Yeah. So, um, the the this guy Demolition Ranch. I don't know his real name. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Mister Ranch. Sure. Yes. Um, <laughs> but he had a a uh, bar of silver. That weighed <laughs> a large <laughs> amount. It was yeah, but, but yeah. it was, the ink, it was like literally this an ingot. and that. It was big. That's was literally like, an ingot. Yeah, it, like the stuff it. at the bank. It yeah, was like it looked like a kilo of silver. <laughs> but you know what I mean, okay? So like For he had this and he there. shot it a lot with a lot of different guns Does that and look calibers to and a, stuff. A kilo of other things? Um, no, it's it's like thicker and fat. It's, wow. It's, Thicker and fatter, but like let's talk about that more. Actually, Whoa. if you if you took a kilo of other things and flipped it in half, you would have this brick. Okay, oh so like if you broke it in half and stacked the two halves on top of each other, that's so that is a brick, not an ingot. I guess it's an ingot. Whatever. I don't know Whatever. what an ingot is. It's, it's something that sounds like you find it a pirate. Ship. It's a bar. Have them, the ingots. It's a bar. No, so yeah, it's like that. It's like that the, with the Balinese dancer. <laughs> <laughs> He took out David. He's done. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. you, you all see the Italian so job. What happens the, yeah. when you shoot it? Gold bricks with Bellinese dancers. Um, yeah, depending on caliber, it either does nothing or it does something. Okay? That's all that needs to you need to know for this. But what he did is then he took that shot up Brick. amount of silver. <laughs> and, um. and and he and he traded it for an armored suburban. To, <laughs> Okay. Like, like I'm pretty sure like the second highest level of armor you can get. Like, it won't stop an explosion, but it'll stop the All biggest bullet. Arms. Yeah, like <sighs> the biggest bullet you can think of, it'll hold one of them up. And and then he just took all of his stuff and just shot at this truck. And so I recommend you check it out. Okay. Kind of got took a left when we were debating the size of the silver brick, but. <laughs> Really, the point of that story I was, he was going to, to check. shoot the brick. He That's did. Why he I... did that first, <laughs> and, then and then he, he traded the shot up brick for a suburban that had armor. Well, that's plating. why it's important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Hardly a tan. So, and I that's think hilarious. that the videos are in a series of two or three of them, and he just like, you know, progresses. Like he'll they they do shooting from it while it's moving, shooting at it while it's moving, like all. The, I think, and just it's fun. It's fun to watch. So check it out. Let's see. Uh, I would like to take the time between that miss and the next one to also mention, which I should have done at the beginning of the show, that after this we are going to have another episode that is something that I've wanted to do for a while. We'll see how it goes. We are going to watch a uh, Bonhams auction for about an hour. It's It's going to roll across the block. We're going to say, yeah, we know about this car. Let's say what we know about this car. Or we're going to say, no, this one... Skip. We're, 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 On to the next. Siri, next. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be fun, I think. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, nice, nice little, nice way to throw that in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So next, it's it, uh, it's a, uh, uh, <clears throat> it's a, uh, well, really, um, it says, uh, uh, thank you for marking it for me, Chuck. I should only refuel when I'm about to run out. Nope, 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 nope. I know that's not true. Um, Allison, though, refuses to believe me, but it's not good because you, when you have l- the less fuel there is, it strains your fuel pump. That's right. If yes. I'm 
not correct. mistaken, no, and overheats it correct. and can cause all kinds of needing new fuel pumps. That's so, right. And that is an expensive, arduous replacement. Yeah. On reaching into your almost fuel, taking out your fuel tank, yep. reaching inside of it, and ripping out a filter. Also, hold on. And, no, so, no, so, the, pump. so it's usually an assembly that yes. has both the level yep. and the fuel pump is actually a little cylinder. It's about 80 bucks on any like normal. Uh, it's the labor. Whatever, the right? labor's what yes. gets you. The labor's what gets you. Here's the other thing, but too. But it's a little like, thing. It's it's a little, you know, little moving things inside of it. It gets hot because it's constantly pumping. Sorry, it's, it's constantly pumping fuel. So when it... If, Depending on the size of your tank, right? Yeah. And hot fuel is well, my, bad my, fuel. Yeah, my pet peeve about this is is usually most people go, ah, car won't start, ah. And like sometimes a fuel pump will cut out at a gas station. So they'll fill it up all the way thinking like that's going to solve my problem. Like it's flushing a toilet or something. I don't know. And then you get there and it's got a shot fuel pump and you got a entirely full oh my God. tank of gas. Now, it's no big deal until you get to heavy line diesel where you got a a diesel truck with like 23 gallons or more of diesel fuel in it. So now you got a, a you got this giant truck above your head. You have some sort of, you know, engine stand, uh, jack stand, engine jack stand, or sometimes you're lucky enough to have a, a fuel boy where you can get the fuel out. But most of the time you take it down, out, full, like wobbling all over the place while you're trying to fight this dumb uh, <laughs> tank down onto the floor so you can then change out the pump and then oh. put that the problem is, is that it's almost unavoidable because yeah. you don't know yet that your fuel pump has gone out. Correct. Unless, of course, if you have fuel and your car is not starting, for the love of God, why would you spend money on fuel? Yeah, that part. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do that. So, wait, wait. And it's very dangerous to replace a for fuel For us pump. that are doing the work, yeah, that's it's okay. dangerous. I did it in the parking structure right over there. One, hey, one hey, of the guys hey, I worked with at a... Go ahead. What the honk are we going <laughs> to do? Here's my problem, right? I don't put that much gas in the Mercedes because, because you don't drive it that much. I don't often. drive it that much. Yeah. So I have it usually at like less than half a tank. That's maybe even creeping up on a quarter. You know what I mean? We're live balling it. I think a so quarter is fine, but like yeah. when you're when you're when you're about okay. to like oh, eighth I don't run an eighth of a that. tank and lower is probably so that's, worse. Yeah. That's oh. like that's a that's fuel a fuel light on. Yeah. Horrible. Right. But I have a 21-gallon tank. Well, is, well, hold on. Okay, hold on, hold on. Two yeah. questions. Two, well, one question and He's one thing. So, cruiser. what the hell is that thing doing with a 21-gallon tank? That part, long distances. Yeah, it's a GT uh, car, right? Over the Autobahn. Eh, just meant flat, flat out. Yeah. Flat out for hundreds the, of miles. What's, what's, the, what's the highway fuel economy on this thing? <laughs> Seven. Like 15. Something I understand like now. Okay, so the, the, the thing <laughs> that I'm bringing up now is a lot of people do have like little cars that they don't drive that often, right? I'll tell you that bottles of fuel stabilizer are much cheaper and actually good for your engine every once in a while Yes. than having yes. to replace Sorry. a fuel pump. Bottles of what? Fuel, fuel stabilizer. stabilizer. There's a company, uh, there's a brand that I love. That I recommend Stability. Hold on, hold on. Not all the time, but I'm like. not done yet. Often. Where do I get that? So you can get it at like, you can get it at Home Depot. Lucas. Yeah. Lucas. You can get Lucas it at Lowe's. Good one. The people that make our gun oil. Lucas. They yeah. the, the make they make like all yeah. the fluids. There's a brand like, called Stabil. That's really mm-hmm. good. I recommend oh, yeah, a lot Stabil. of boat users. Um, that you, boat guys. I'm sorry, It'll say like pour this much per gallon of tank. Yeah, whatever. So so 
Mm-hmm. You can keep your... I wouldn't keep the tank full still, right? No. Yeah, but absolutely. you at least want to keep it half full. Half full. That's yeah. enough fuel because the fuel actually well, cools. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the right. fuel actually cools the pump. Mm-hmm. Which oh, is why well, when duh. it right, you know, runs below... It can't. Uh, it's not high enough to like keep it cool. Keep that's it cool. why everything overheats, and that's why it's and bad explorers, to run the car. Low. I learned are notorious for going through fuel pumps, no matter how well you take care of them. Oh, yeah, but it yeah, gets okay. exponentially worse <laughs> if you keep it any less than half full. Uh, which back when I got it, which was still when gas was around uh, five dollars, no, <laughs> no, no, six, six something. Six. Oh yeah, you got yeah. it at the height of. Horrendous. Which is fine, you know. It's a it, it works all right so long as you don't go above sixty miles an hour. It's actually pretty good. But I need but gas like I don't drive that often. Yep. And I was doing the same thing. I, I started getting fuel stabilizer. Oh, and that's you how you guys. do it. I'm all the things you learn on this podcast. Yo, I have so I many fuel questions today. I'm so glad we're doing this. Firstly, uh, now another myth. Well, I don't know if this is a myth. I just don't know the answer. You. Have eighty seven, hmm. uh-huh. like the uh, perfect example. The Previa. When I get it back from the shop, because it's going to be in the shop forever, because they're getting parts from Japan, and uh, <laughs> 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 which will be here in now eight to ten days, not overnight. It's unfortunate, but I didn't want to pay that much. Okay. You know, come on. I, I, you didn't hey, listen, you I don't overnight. steal alpines for a living. All Yo. right, relax. I'm Whoa. a working man here. Hey. Cool it. Um, to answer your question, about? put a fuel booster in it when you go to start it back up again of no. any kind. Did I finish my? I don't know if I finished my question. Let no. me finish my you, question. I, you didn't even get to your question. Okay, so I, uh, the van has eighty-seven in it now. Yeah. Mm. You guys say put ninety-one in it. Mm. That's what I'm going to do. Now am I at eighty-nine? Sort of, kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, that's a good question. I would just, I would just get you know a little on the lower end before refilling because I, I don't. That's a good myth. It won't, it won't. I actually didn't think about that myth. That's, can you can you mix fuel types? That's like, it's not no, going to do I anything. Put the it's going to eight of a gallon of regular in my Mercedes. It was like oh panic button, panic button, panic <laughs> yeah. button, and then pulled it out. It was like I asked. Well, yeah, do I not put diesel. Isn't going to do, do anything. Do not put diesel that, in your gas car. That, do not put gas that. in your diesel car. That is the worst. Do not put water in your gas tank. No, well, there's another thing actually. There's there's another thing. So to answer your question, it's fine. It's not going to kill anything. No, it won't hurt a damn uh, Sick. So the the <coughs> funny thing about water or the gas tank. Worst. Yeah. Sugar's worse, I thought. Yeah, true. Fuel, fuel is... Sugar water. Fuel is hydrophilic. <laughs> oh, it, it, yeah, just, it makes it's it... It's hydrophilic. Ju- it likes to attract water. Right. So oh. I don't know how much fuel I left in the Spitfire's gas tank. But the worst thing you can do when storing a car long term is leave it half. Do you want to be optimistic or pessimistic? Pessimistic. Uh, Empty. Yeah. (laughs) Leaving it empty is the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Don't have empty. Oh, that's silly. I'm sorry, Andrew. (laughs) So, so because that leaves a lot of room for water to, you know, get in there. If you leave it almost empty or empty, there's not going to be any fuel to attract any water. If you leave it full, there's not going to be any room for the water to... Well, so it'll evaporate over time, buddy, is the goal. No, no, no. No, no not, not really in a sealed tank. So, yeah. Ideally, you leave everything. All fluids gone, empty, yeah. right? But if you really had to make... Tr- if you happen to have that thing full when, when it stopped driving... 
That's the best Don't worry so scenario. much yeah. about it. Yeah, that's the best That's the scenario. next best thing. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Right. Or fill it before you park it long term. No, just empty it. No, yeah, just oh. siphon empty. it. Empty is best. Oh, siphon. Full is second Good. best. Smart. Anything in between I forgot sucks. about siphon. Yeah. Oh, well... Now, even I'm with fuel stable, but no, not for like a week. Not for no, driving. We're talking like, like, oh, for like, we're talking like a half yeah. a year. Yeah, 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 yeah like for a long sure. time. For, for the military listeners out there, for you guys <laughs> putting your cars in storage on deployment, <laughs> that's the sort of person that needs this advice. The person that's going to store a, a Challenger for nine months. You know, you just yeah, had to go. Maybe there. that's where. Well, come on, I love it. <laughs> it's I'm not wrong, and all of them at home are laughing while they eat their red they, crayon, yeah. so uh-huh. they can just. But they made sounds out of the radio. Whatever, bro. All right, let's get on. <laughs> that was a lot. That let's was a lot. Let's get on to the next one. It says, long trips are good for the car when done on occasion. Stretch its legs. Yes, bing, of bing, course bing, bing, bing. you should go on long trips on occasion. Everybody goes on trips uh, in a, on occasion. It's the coolest. Oh, my God. Wait, so, wait, wait. across the board, regardless of age and engine... It is good for the machine to stretch its proverbial legs and make sure everything reaches operating temperature. Oh, you wrote and that? Parts, I didn't read that. Right? Great. Long drives also help the exhaust maintain itself and the vehicle computers to check all symptoms of functionality. Now, the, the definition of long drives in what I just said are, are things like freeway driving, right? Not necessarily road trips or anything. You don't have to feel bad if you never... Road trip, right? Mm. Um, but but what's your question? What, Nothing. What do you I just had. A, I finally remembered what I was going to say. Um, there's a movie called Blue Streak, and it's with um, Steve uh, Zahn. No, 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 no. That's wrong. That's National Security. But you're uh, close. Yes. It's with Martin, Martin Lawrence, Lawrence and the Wilson brother from Idiocracy. Luke. Not. Wow, Luke. The other one. Okay, yeah, yeah, Luke Wilson. And Luke Wilson, is it's, it's a cop movie, heist movie, whatever. It's comedy. It's funny. But um, Luke Wilson is a very slow driver, and Martin Lawrence is not. And Martin Lawrence is always the passenger. So um, finally, Luke Wilson, like, put his foot into it a little bit. And Martin Lawrence just looks at him and goes, wow, you're driving fast. And he just goes, sometimes you got to feed a little speed to your ride. And that's what this made me think. Because <laughs> Martin Lawrence had said it on earlier in the movie, and then he said it again when so he drove good. fast, that's, and everybody giggled. That's actually, uh, that, that brings me to my next point in, in that it's, um, on, you might actually at some point want to... If you have like an automatic, especially, and, and you're able to go into a mode where you select gears, do you need a napkin, David? No, we're good. Okay, <laughs> and you're able to select the oh, gears. I would actually a drinking problem. <laughs> I would actually advise you to go into that mode, the sport mode or whatever it is. Hey, 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 hey! Eyes over here. There'll be a quiz on this. <laughs> oh, sorry, I killed um, him again. Continue. Go to the sport mode and let your engine get into those higher RPMs. Because over time, no matter what fuel you use, um, obviously the better than the less you're going to have this problem, you're going to have carbon buildup in the engine. You, you, Chuck, told me that Willie, when he told me this, was lying. 
No. What? You did. No. Mm, fine. Keep going. Never mind. So, it's when he says carbon deposits, like it's like they're like little flecks. Yeah, they're, it just discolors the the valve. Not chunks. You should not have chunks. That's what happens to yeah. Hyundai's and Kias. Right. And that's why they blow if up. It looks like a likely shirt. because if you have a Hyundai and Kia with too much carbon buildup, call Carvio at eight five five nine five one three 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 five. And please, they probably want eighty nine, not eighty seven. Put eighty nine in them. What you would consider like a clean valve. Unless they want 91. Unless you, what you would consider a clean valve when you're tearing down a motor. If it looks like um, like something left on top of a dusty shelf. Yeah. The shelf's still yeah. fine. Still functions. It's got a slight covering on it. Big whoop. Right. Mm-hmm. When I'm talking like you put bad fuel or you have bad carbon deposits, it has got this. It's a it's, like it's a gunk. It's like that stuff you pull out of film that's like inches deep. It's like a chunk in of rel- gunk. In relation. So like this will be Ooh, millimeters thick on a valve. But in relation to like if you were to scale that up, that could be... You know, inches thick on like a bookshelf of like just dust. It's like three hundred layers of paint on a wall. Yeah, that sort of thing. So yes. we're talking, we're talking Fortnite. about, we're talking about that very thin film mm-hmm. that builds up around the valve openings, even around the the the, the head, right? Right. The exhaust and all that, right? You want you want those higher RPMs. Um, the exhaust fumes kind of clear itself out. It's good for the catalytic converter, right? Um, just do it every once in a while. You know, whenever you're feeling a little uh, fun, I guess I don't know. <laughs> frisky. Feeling that later tonight. I was gonna. I was thinking frisky. <laughs> that's not the right word. Um, just, just let it. You know, kind of get up there. Um, for for just a little bit, few gears, let it kind of chip off, metaphorically. Which brings me to the next myth. This one is actually high contention. The break-in period myth. Oh, ooh, ooh exciting. Right, Wait. why don't you stop looking at the screen and tell me what Sorry. you're thinking? Um, I'm thinking those people who absolutely hammer those Hellcats right when they get them, uh-huh. and then um, one of the Pistons does a little dance on through the hood. Skydiving? One of the Pistons wants to go to the moon! Someone, I feel like 9-11s have this problem too, if you don't like, really like, get them going, but like not... Like, get them going, get them going. Just, like, get them going lightly for about a 1,000 miles. Oh, yeah. Like, Ferraris, you're not supposed to go over a certain RPM for the first 1,000 miles. Benny told me that. Ferrari. Yeah, see, I, once I heard that from Benny, I was like, everybody else who tells you know, me that's funny. not a thing is, is wrong. So, me and Andrew were talking about this the other day, and we're like, oh, a new economy shitboxes, that's not, that's not a thing. And we were like, to, came that's, to that consensus, and that's true. Maybe true. Re- yeah. Like, it's not, there's not a whole lot you can do to, like, break those in, but when I started doing more reading, I realized that there's a lot of manufacturers breaking things yeah, that are about right. 500 to 1,000, like he's about to say. So, like, yeah. When I, when I had my Veloster Turbo, they, they gave me a whole, like, fuck little card. It's a turbo car. That makes sense. That? You, don't, you can, you can. The well, motor no. might be fine, but you could send a turbo fan easily through something that's not. You know what it, it was <laughs> for? Huh? The dual clutch. Oh, you had the automatic dual clutch. Yeah. Uh, that makes oh, that sense. Thing it sucked. was for the dual clutch. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> yeah. It was like a manual so. you can't control with a mind of its own. It was insane. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. So, <clears throat> first off. What does breaking in the engine even actually mean, right? We're not talking oh, he about. Took the glasses we're, off. We're not. We're not. You know, I'm just. I'm just rubbing my temples here. He's already stressed over this one. We're not thinking about, um, you know, changing the dynamics between any of the components. Really, they're all where they should be, and they always 
well, should be. Um, we're talking more about heat cycles in the engine, yeah. right? Interesting. And in a lot of newer cars, the blocks are not made out of cast iron. Not very tough, but this does still apply to cast iron. Um, and things like aluminum, right? And, oh God, what's the other one that Magnesium is another common Magnesium one. Locks. Oh, big booms, magnesium locks. Big booms, right? Yeah, those look like... You need heat cycles to kind of temper the engine, right? So you okay. don't want to ever continually... Uh, God, just rip around with this thing. Right? Yeah. That's, right. that's a better term. Forgive me. Hammer it. Hammer it. <laughs> Hammer on this engine as soon as you get it, right? Even even when later down the road, right, is it, don't do it all the time, but it's going to be more forgiving, um, especially if you're lucky enough to have a cast iron engine, or unlucky, depending on how you see it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, after... Weight-wise, unlucky. <laughs> yeah, that part. Otherwise, it's where it's the fine. weight is, okay? That's what's important. <laughs> Uh, okay, after 40 years, that thing is basically indestructible, right? Uh, but, you know, the first time you're driving it, second time, third, fifth, tenth, just, you know, don't... Don't... Don't goose it. Don't goose it. I always yep. thought that Dog. that whole break-in period thing came from, like, when they assembled the engine, they put, like, you know, whatever lubricants they put on it, yeah. and it had to burn those off. No. To get like the your oil engine temperature in the right is never. If it, if it, here, think about it like this: if your engine internals a, just what I are assumed. getting hot enough to burn that grease, that means your oil's boiling. So that, that no, 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 just like just oil. like rinse it out, and mix it in with the oil. Yeah, you that, know what yes, I mean. Yeah, that, yeah. So that grease, not burn it off. Not, just get it off. It's not going to affect how the oil performs. There's too little of it. Yeah. To actually affect anything, yeah. it's literally that grease that they put in there is literally just to protect the engine for its very first start. Okay. Because yeah, it goes metal against metal. Just, I don't know. If you I, just assemble it without any grease and you put the oil in the bottom and call it a day, you're, you're going to put so much wear on that first start. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right? Um, no, I had no factual evidence behind that. I yeah, just, no, 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 that's, no, that's what that's, I assumed that's what why there was a breaking right? period, right? Um, and so it's always been like, when you break the car in, it has to be the same consistent RPM the whole time. And other people say, no, you have to have a ranging variation in RPM, right? If you had to go with one, um, and you're probably going to have to go with this one because, um, well, the law doesn't like it when you do the latter. Yeah. Um, go with the constant RPM. It doesn't matter if you are at... 2,000 RPM, 1,200 RPM, or 5,500 RPM. The parts are where they need to be. Yeah, and they're spinning. And they should always be where they need to <laughs> yeah. be and functioning, right? How new it is does not have anything to do with this, right? We're just talking about heat cycles and tempering the, the engine. That's all that's about. Okay. But also maybe don't know. hammer it. Yeah. Hammer the car later down the road. Yeah. Don't Once do you bring it yeah. in the first like, one thousand miles. Yep. There's no yeah. no reason to rush. You're gonna yeah. have it for a while. You got payments. You know, mm-hmm. like just take your time. Yeah, you're, you're trapped with that thing for sure. Probably longer than your wife. But um, bum. Depends on what you buy. Challenger, <laughs> Challenger definitely. <laughs> Charger, yep, still. Uh huh. Volvo, you're probably fine. You're probably good. <laughs> Very sensible. Yeah. <laughs> So the next one is the AC myth, and this is a fun one. 
Because it's always talked about. Stop looking at the screen. How cheating? Check. We don't need okay, this. we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> I didn't even read it. I just wanted. To I know you can't read. That's why I have to be here to read it to you. <laughs> what? Hey! 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 This is why I'm here. Listen, I can't. I am the only other person on this show, Chuck. You kind of okay, David? You're the only person who hasn't written an episode. Yeah, but I was going to say. I yeah, but he, I wrote and read that episode. So yeah, go f- yourself. I firstly, to, I had to David edit the f- read. <laughs> no, you didn't. Mine was perfect. <laughs> Chuck's the one who can't spell. <laughs> Whoa, okay. I'm, I'm that was kidding. too far. That was not very nice. <laughs> I think you should apologize. I'm kidding, Chuck. I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> the word. So the AC myth and uh, does it affect engine uh, uh, miles per gallon? Right. Sorry, I'm so rough there. I don't usually think about that stuff. The answer is yes. <sighs> is it? it? I mean, listen, here's my logic. I don't know if this is correct logic. It's definitely wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know, there's more running. That's it? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, you got more on. You know, so what it's happens? Stressing the engine more. What? Ha- so, so your engine has a normal output, right? Well, we call it. Uh, what do we call it exactly? The crankshaft output, crank horsepower. That's brake or brake horsepower. Right, brake horsepower. Right. You, this is this is not, not the horsepower okay. that goes to the wheels. That's a different one. It's called right. wheel horsepower, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about brake horsepower, right? The AC compressor is a little thing on there, a little guy with a belt that is connected to the crank of the engine, the crank pulley. Um, And when you turn the AC on, that pulley is instead doing nothing, goes into engaging the compressor, Mm -hmm. right? So that takes something or other, anywhere between like three to five horsepower usually, right? Mm Mm-hmm. The more cylinders you have, the less you are going to feel it when you turn it on while trying to win a race, which typically you would turn it off because it does, in fact, affect the output of the engine. Here is where you're kind of wrong. Ben. Wrong. Wrong. (laughs) Got him. It affects both. You owe each other a Coke. It affects only the output to the wheels. Your engine is still putting out the same amount of power, same amount of output. The only reason why it would be worse on your NPG is because you are pressing the pedal down more to go the same speed. It indirectly uh, affects it. It's so that was my, okay, my so, follow-up. So if you were to have cruise control on and you were on a completely, not level, because it doesn't matter, but like the same grade of surface the entire time, right? Let's just say you're at 60 miles per hour yeah. on the freeway, yeah. dead flat, Yeah. right? Yeah. And cruise control, yeah. you turn on the AC. Yeah, my RPMs go up. No. Uh, you're wrong. Well, well yeah. I watched so, it so, happen. So your cruise control is going to be like, well, I got to keep it at 60, right? It's going to take more fuel to go 60. If you were to just keep your foot on the gas the whole time, and let's say in theory you are just truly brilliant and you can keep your foot completely still, 
no cruise control and you turn on the AC, it will not really affect how much it doesn't aff- it doesn't need more fuel, right? Will you get there a little slower? Yes. <laughs> will your miles per gallon be affected? Not really. Until you have a hill. Yeah. And you have unless to you want to get there at the same speed, then it will. Okay. Well, if you're here. In California, or really anywhere, I'm very sure Google Maps assumes you are going to go 70 miles per hour because I do that, allegedly, and and I get there exactly when Google says I will. Ah, uh, you're that not means one of those. Lost. I have to beat the Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. 100% one of those guys. I am, but I respect the law and the flow of traffic. And I still get there exactly when Google says I should. I don't. Good for you. I'm Mazel pre- tov. Oh, okay. Anyway, right. the, the rest point. of us have lives to live, okay? It so not, the rest of us drive like Jeremy Clarkson and he drives like James. That's Lee. not what I'm saying. I'm saying I, I do allegedly go faster, theoretically. Right. Not fast enough to get a ticket. He's gotten those. Not fast enough to beat Google. Buddy, do I have an episode for you? Oh, I know. But so it does not directly affect your miles per gallon. Fine. Is it going to? Yeah. Okay, that was a great myth, Andrew. And uh, uh, let's do a jingle. Uh, does your Ferrari not go very far Then call Carvio at 855-951-3335. That one was brought to you by Daddy. <laughs> speaking of him, he's, he's actually the reason that I even changed it up this episode because um, I think it was last episode we which episode was Diablos? it was with the no maybe Defender? it was it was either episode 9 or 10 because it's what you were telling me about no, your dad was listening to I don't know which to. episode it was but we, we the, the whole grounding strap thing on cars oh, came up yeah right yep 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 and well <laughs> it, it goes it goes deeper than just you know having a positive Positive uh, ground car and putting a negative strap car and then having a negative ground car and then putting a strap, a grounding strap on it. Doesn't make sense. So he texts me because he loves to tell me when I'm wrong. Um, and, and we both love having the answers to everything. He texts me that th- this was used back then all the time because people thought that it cured um, motion sickness. Oh, if your car touching the earth, it if makes you have it a grounding f- strap <laughs> hanging off the back of your car, oh, so it's it's to ground your equilibrium, not <laughs> electricity. I, yeah. Okay, it's and all coming together and now. So they all disappeared, and, and and I asked him, I was like, how did they correlate these two things together? And he's like, no idea. Old wives' tale. Whatever. I thought- People are still selling them under the same. BS reasons. I thought you were going to say they only started doing this after the Back to the Future came out so that they could maybe go to the past. In, who knows why it started? Maybe. Maybe. Um, so, if you, you probably remember these things. But if you don't, you basically would see like Saturns or something. Uh, any, any old economy car. Which is dumb as hell because they're plastic. Stuff. Yeah. Or whatever it was. I think it was rubber. No, or something plastic. Saturns were plastic. The car. Oh yeah, the, the car, car itself. Yeah, yeah. all plastic, right? Um, I mean, not all plastic. Like most. It can't all be plastic. 
But like every body panel was plastic, to my knowledge. So it was this—it was this thick black rubber strap that you would see, kind of just hanging off the back of the car, and it would drag along the road. I don't and, remember that at all. And, it, and back then, that. you know, a lot this of cars also- had them, and you just figured like, oh, yeah, that's a <coughs> thing. That's what cars need. Interesting. <laughs> at least when you're a kid. Like a little tail. Yeah. yeah almost. Uh, kind of. Weird. Yeah. And now instead, any- all those hot boys in their Civics put a little stuffed animal as, as a grounding a, strap. As a little charm. Which brings me to my next myth. Charms actually help you not drift off a cliff or into a, uh, you know, side rail. But what do truck is, nuts help that with? That is false. That is very easy. Next. You vote can you, so you can keep voting Republican? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's There went see. half of our listeners. <laughs> okay. Not the Belgium guy. Yeah. Yeah. So... Now watch, he's in the military, he's just stationed over there, and we're oh, just like no. shitting on our poor muscles from Brussels. So after we just shouted him out. For, he's bro, like, every time we li- we get listen, we, we li- drop a new episode, we're like, do you listen? He's there. there all, right there, every single all the time. time. Sorry, proceed. Yeah. So the next one is the oil change myth. And we're talking about the frequency of the oil changes. Right. What have you guys heard? I do... I, I, Either I do between every year. three and five, or I know I don't have to, like, it's whatever, but I try to get as close to three as I can. But then also, like, Priuses, when I worked at Toyota, they would need one every 10. Mine only needs one every, like, <laughs> So it really depends on the oil, to my knowledge. But uh, The Prius thing makes sense because it's <coughs> not always using an engine. the engine. Oh, right. Well, no, it was like why. a lot of Toyota, like e- Yaris is like stuff with. So a lot of newer cars, s- um, some specific kind of oil. You can actually go a little longer, right? <clears throat> what are you laughing about? Because for that one girl out there who's driving a Hyundai Elantra on factory oil at forty-five thousand <laughs> miles. <laughs> They did I this think that for girl you. Shit, X one. Damn, she was actually <laughs> right about one thing on cars, but uh, over me. Oh, jeez. Okay. I am the guy that used to do it at three. I was that guy. So I do it three or every year. In the Mercedes, in the in the least Hyundai, I'm like, ah, forty five. <laughs> when I give it back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So you don't you you're definitely basically wasting money at three. That's okay. Six thousand miles, or um, not six thousand, six thousand, six thousand miles, or six. I don't months. know. Do that kilometers five. thing is, in your head is or six months. Yeah. Yeah, five k or six months. That's like a thing. Uh, I do it every year. Well, you on what? The Mercedes. You don't drive the cars 5,000 miles. The oil gets breaks down over time. Yeah. It loses its viscosity. Mm. Okay, so six <laughs> months is what you're telling me I should be doing instead yeah. of a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How'd you, how, how'd you, I've, I've told you this before. It's literally what... Well, okay. You right. listen to but nothing a lot of cars, I say. A lot of cars can actually go 10. Yeah. Nowadays, and like that's basically when they're scheduled. And anytime yeah. the I uh, 
uh, Ava took the the Avenger in for an oil change, and they put three thousand miles or three months. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> oil change places are savage. Yeah. Well, it's an Avenger. Straight in. Yeah. So if, <coughs> no, man. Do it for here, the multi-point so inspection. I, so I uh, hold on. What, oh my god, when Chuck was like, just uh, just scat for a bit, and she's like, scat for that back, back. <laughs> Kill me. Oh I went in um, to replace the battery on the neon because uh, I thought it was a battery issue. It ended up being a fuel issue. I think somebody was actually taking my gas. Oh no. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I got a lock in gas cap. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Um, because I, I swear I've I've started to yeah. Let's on take less the gas, gas out of the neon. But but here's the thing, like they Just totally <laughs> this guy's whole life. The neon, <laughs> the neon is old. Not the infinity parked four spots over. <laughs> the fuel door doesn't lock. Right. Okay, that's problematic. You know, I guess that kind These guys of thing. Are lazy right? or so it's easy not to get respectable. Into you, right? Um. So I, I parked this thing. I've definitely parked it with. More fuel, or even well, less fuel, and it started up the next morning. I go to the gas station, whatever, right? It didn't start, and it's like, okay, well, we we look at the battery, and it was it was about three years old anyway, and it was it's the dead of summer now. It's hot, and it was leaking, so whatever. I just replaced it. Yep. Um, the people at the shop tried to upsell me on the improved battery. <laughs> Right, saying yeah, well, I mean, what you have is like a what you're getting is like a Walmart battery, and I and I you know give them a very short stare, and I'm like, fellas, this is a Walmart car. (laughs) (laughs) Expect. That's good. I don't need anything better than this. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, But uh, anyway, any any place that tries to tell you that three thousand or three months is totally whack, cars have never needed that unless. I don't know. Maybe maybe cars that are like eighty years old now, where the, the cylinders are basically flopping around in the cylinders as they're going up and down. Um, six is sensible. Listen to the car. Read the owner's manual. Just do what the owner's manual says. They will not let you down. Fair. They built it. They want it to last. They don't want a bad review from you unless you're Dodge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so true, though. Says the man with me. And that's and why they want jerk. you to come back every 3,000 miles. Really, that guy knew his shit. Because <laughs> he knew that was about to break. Like, really, no, if no. for nothing else, you need it for the multi-point inspection. This thing was born to be a rental car. Okay? <laughs> 15 fucking years ago. I don't know. I don't think they would have made the Highline. I think... Uh, did I show you the other Highline that came through here? No. It was like 136,000 miles. The blue one or a different no, one? No, a white one. The paint was good. It had the wing... It said it on the title and everything, and then I looked for the wing, and I saw the wing. Uh, and he the, came the, in his pants. The fuel yeah. pump fuse kept going it. out. Oh, bummer. Like, mm, Time to buy that car. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny, because I, I looked at the text to see if there was anything actually wrong with it, and I found that it was the fuel pump fuse, of all things. And he's like, the very first text you said when we were like, hey, you know, uh, are you are you still? We're, we're, we're contacting you about the neon. He's like, oh, you want to buy that piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> we're like, yeah. Someone I mean, here really wants to buy that piece of. Shit. 
Yeah, a yes, piece of shit do. where you work out that issue, give it a nice detail, and you maybe got, you know, four or five grand on your hands. That's not so bad for a neon. Dude, that's like that one that came through that was like that... Espr- the tack. The, the tack had no red line. They went up to eight. Wow. Hot. It had no red line. That's crazy. It just probably had a fuel cut off. Oh, yeah. Whoop, but it had whoop, no red line. Whoop, that's whoop, why it's called the high line. So I can't see it. It's got a wing. Where was it? Let's go. Oh, I think it was like Virginia. Oh. Um, pretty <coughs> yeah. So. Not just a tidbit of rust. rust. Anyways, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> um, let's go back to the dad thing. Um, and driving with an interior light on. <coughs> All right. So, yeah. Here's a question, fellas. Oh, Is it legal add- or illegal? I always thought it was illegal, but it's probably not. I yeah. feel like that's just some dumb shit my parents used yeah, to say. One hundred percent. It's that. not called a map light for <laughs> nothing. Exactly. Okay? I, was, I was just gonna say the map light is a necessary thing. You need it. If you, you gotta are, read a map at night, the yeah. map light is a really good option. Yeah. And so when you think about it, you know what? That's our parents' generations, Gen X, because their parents were the last parents that needed a map light. Yeah, that had a map light. The map lights, needed. but here's the thing though, the map lights used to be a lot less annoying because I will admit yeah, yours is an cool. interior light is annoying. But your map, map light lights is sick. used to be like they, they're little things that like little, little swivel things yeah. out of the glove box. Yeah, just a little and you light. could just like and when you fold it, it down, wasn't on the it roof. Turns on. When yeah, you fold it up and it turns off. It yeah, and it just points right into the passenger's lap. It's beautiful, which yeah. would be and sick. Andrew has one in his Spitfire, and it's sick. Which is it like, looks like a wand, which almost. is like oddly like fancy for it. It it's is. It's like the fanciest thing on that thing. <laughs> it is. It's like, let's just take a desk lamp, yeah. make it, it well, real small, it even have and an oil put it pressure in the car. Gauge. Well, hold on, hold on. But remind yourselves of where the car comes from. It's a British Roadster. Like, that actually is, like, you're supposed to go get We're lost. We're motoring. The, yeah, but you're supposed to go get lost in the English countryside in that car. So, no, <laughs> yeah. a map light yeah. makes motoring. sense. It, or, it, also, it, she England, breaks down. In, she can break down, and you might, in the middle of your night, need to figure out how to get home, because you finally got it running again. England Read an owner's like manual, baby. one of the only places in the world where it gets dark at night. Uh, yeah, Which is why they needed yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, everywhere else is actually very <coughs> special, and we just have heavy curtains. So one person in Norway is going to be like, oh, well, yeah, it's uh, sunlight six months out of the year here. Sorry about the queen. Oh, my God. God bless the king. Um, so that is a total myth. Your parents were lying to you. Uh, they lied to you about other things, too, probably. Yep. Like their um, happy marriage? What? The tooth fairy's real. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what oh, wow. the dog? They didn't lie about their happy marriage for long. No, they did not. It, yeah, that lie went out the window after a while. So the next one... Um, Took till I was 12. I think the next one even Chuck and I fought Roughly over. Roughly yeah. It was uh, driving slow in the fast lane gets you... You put executed... It should. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I will stand... I said what I said. Driving slow in the fast lane should get you executed. Is it a myth or is it not? It's that's a that that's a an myth. opinion. That's what <laughs> yeah. that is. That is a strong one. That is a political <laughs> platform. Um, does it get you ticketed? It can in some states. That is correct, David. Hundred percent, uh, it can. It should. It, it should. 
Okay. Uh, no, no, no. I literally just read an article about a cop. I don't know where he is, but he's a vigilante, like Woo! Batman. We all love him. And his whole gimmick is he just pulls people over that are driving slow in the fast lane. I love <laughs> but that But does guy. he ticket them? Yeah. Okay. So, I have seen I, I've seen a video. I probably look it up. Um, there's a person who was moving under the speed limit or even just very much slower than the flow of traffic in the left lane. Was, cop was cruising in, right behind him. He was probably they, doing that because uh, the cop was so, tailgating him. So they, 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 hold they, on. They, no, no, no. What? No. So let you me. Insist. I'm going to guess that. Yes. You insist, uh, sir. That they were a person uh, from Arizona driving in California. Oh no, it's Oregon. Continu- no. Oregon <laughs> drives the absolute slowest. No, no, no. Yes, no, yes, no, yes. No, no, no. It's Arizona. No, it's not. No, no, no. no. It's not. No, 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 no. Arizona people drive fast as in Arizona. Anywhere else, they drive like, like, like they don't know, they don't know how to do it. You're free to your wrong opinion. Um, I'm with Andrew. I want you to take this time from this point on, really look, right? Every plate, Oregon, so damn slow, so cautious. They don't even have other people up in their state, so I don't know what well, they're they so cautious. Well, they can't even pump their own gas, it, but, so... But yeah, exactly. They think they, gas is this, this horrible, have... explosive thing, so when they come around into California, they're like, oh my God, there's other people that know how to drive? Well, here's my thing. I was recently, not too long ago in Oregon uh, when I visited my dad, and my dad drives fast, and not all the time everywhere, but he does like to drive fast anyways, but... What I noticed is a California driver out there is that everyone is just terrified of their rust bucket falling <laughs> as they're driving around. Because yeah. uh, having the knowledge that I have working here, yeah. and then having seen a California driver drive around those rust buckets, I'm like, yeah, ah, yeah you're afraid you're you're, you're, you're uh, afraid you're going to decimate yourself. Or your control else. arms are going to snap right off the frame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your motor is going to fall out underneath you. You're going to watch it just. The, the transmission tunnel behind you. Wow, man. You want to hear something uh, pretty off topic, but okay. about Oregon well, we're slash to stay on Washington. Topic. How off topic uh, is it? It's a little. It's Come ha- on. Okay. Betty. So, Oregon, uh, I drove from San Diego to Washington State. Give us a synopsis of this. W- uh, I've never seen this in any other place. I've well, driven in a lot of places, but the only place I've seen this is the Pacific North- Northwest. Semi trucks. You know how, like, here we have, like, the trailer attached to another trailer, and you're like, whoa, Sometimes. that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But have you ever seen a trailer, a semi-truck, attached to a trailer, attached to a trailer, attached to a trailer? I've never seen a, a triple until I went to I've seen that Oregon. in, like, Texas and other places where there's, like, long stretches of, like, you're right. long haulers. I've only, I, know I've, I know I've seen that, and it's usually, like, the only place you've driven to in see Texas, it is, never like, seen on the it 15. there. Is where you see something like that? I've yeah, or just the five. Um, just go up the five. Way up the... In our, up the, in our country. You, when you look at, in the California, I don't think it's legal. The That's why... Not be. The yeah. only time that I've seen that is when it's like... Um, they're the, not fuel tankers, but, but they're, they're, the like, they're, they're like... I know, you know what you're talking about. You know, the ones with the... the they taper on each yeah, other, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, like Those are the they carry elk or something. I no, I saw it in like box, like regular box truck semi oh, no. truck trailers. Yeah, that is not that is not here. No. Multiple I've times, that, yeah. but yeah. I do Oregon and Washington. Thanks, Dad. 
and and seeing that a yeah. lot actually. Yeah, I've seen I've, it in other states, but huh. <clears throat> I've never I never seen it on the East Coast. I've at, never seen it on like I mean, I guess I was like in cities, but like in not the cities. That's probably a thing. In Australia, it's wild because they'll do that. It's like with impossible oh, to turn yeah. eight to ten trailers behind a single truck. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's nuts. Yeah. But yeah. They, it's like I a mean, freight train of trailers. So like anyway, before we ninety percent of that country is just like order in the court. empty desert. Yeah, that was good. That was thanks. Good. I enjoyed that. Cool. So, uh, God, how many do we have? Oh my God, we only have two more. Okay. Two Sick. more. Two more. Two. Okay. Oh wait. I gotta finish my story. Okay, so so he he's behind the person driving really slow in the in the fast oh lane, right? yeah, probably sorry. because that person is driving slow because the cop is like right behind him. All right. He turns on his lights, right, and pulls this guy all the way over to the right lane and, and all and the way to the right. Past him. Yeah. And then as soon as he slows down to get in the right lane, he turns his lights off and drives <laughs> faster. And I remember the color of that. It was um, the four-door. It's the Challenger that was like blue on blue, like the New Jersey State uh, Troopers. That was a different video. Was it? Yep. Well, whoever that I man is, okay, that good one? job. You're a real American hero. Uh, and keep doing what you're doing. It is, it is always a good laugh. Thank you. Uh, the next one is nitrogen versus air in the tires. I, all right, here's I'm gonna give you my one opinion on this. As soon as Nissan put that shit in the GTR, I was like, it must be something. They wouldn't have just been like, we're gonna put this in for no. It is something, reason. yeah. It's something, but what it's just is it? lighter than air? So it's um, stable, yeah. It's more stable. stable, right? Okay. It is so so. It's about like people on roads and, and just like just like putting like oh I have. My car wants 87. I should put 91 in it and it'll, you know, Do drive better. so much better. Right, right, right. This is the same thing. Um, air, you're... as it heats up, will expand, right? Which is why you have, like, when you when when you haven't driven your car, right, your car's tires will seem a little lower, just a little bit. And once they're warmed up, they will increase to their standard tire pressure, right? Fascinating. Um um, just like just like an engine, right? You have an optimal tire pressure. Nitrogen does not expand nearly as much when it heats up. It is it is much. I don't think it even heats up as much, does it? Or just does it, it does, does it just not cool. expand as much? I think it's both because I do. I because ni- they use nitrogen for freezing things. Right. Like liquid nitrogen freezing stuff. So, so you I can imagine that it's it's both. It does. You can basically measure. The exact amount of PSI you're putting in your tires when cold, and know exactly your tire pressure, you know, plus minus one, maybe two PSI, in even the most extreme driving conditions. Which is which is for racing. That, yeah, right. Track <clears throat> racing. It's what it's really good for. Is that's right. it. So you are n- almost never going to get the full benefit. Out of using nitrogen in your tires, if this is a street car. And reminder: air is free. Nitrogen you pay for, no matter where you go. Premium Toyota, air. we used to charge twenty bucks for nitrogen. Yep. People, and you know how people would how put it in like the dumbest of things, Corollas. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But but you know who hyped that up though was you're right. The Nissan GTR hyped that up when that came out. That was like whoa, because I remember they even mentioned it on Top Gear. Everyone yep. was nerding out about that fact. And no one sat down and was like, hey, does that actually do Too anything? Yeah. Not it for the everyday sure driver. It sure does, but not for you. Yeah, not for the everyday not. driver. So the next and final one 
unless there are any that uh, you think of between now and then, the license plate in the front window for states that require front plate. Seems like does it save you or does idea. it not? That is, that does is, it save uh, you or does it not? Like I legally? Don't think legally. it saves yeah, you legally. In California, I don't, I don't think it saves you I don't legally. think so because it's obstructed probably That's, on some level. It's actually well, it's not even too. about obstruction. It's about clarity to uh, cameras. And yeah. officers. And officers, right? <clears throat> okay. They can bring up the fact that there is something obstructing your vision. Um, but that's that's about it. It does not that's get a you. Stretch. <laughs> yeah, it is. But well, you know, no, all, we've all, you know, look, if we've they all, see you in a, a Civic with a fat old carbon fiber wing and yeah. no other modifications, they're right. probably going to try to get your money. What money you have? None. I don't know right. why they go after you, but they do. My my example was uh, mini trucks slammed out, slammed out mini trucks. They always have them in the front window, and yeah, they always yeah. put them on like the A pillar uh-huh. on the passenger side, so the yeah. cop can't pull them over for obstructing their sight, but. Right, like, so so it has mostly to do with that, um, even because uh, license plates have reflective coatings, yeah, and it's probably not as effective behind your windshield, which does yeah. have a little bit of tint. Um, and they also probably can argue that you could take it down and switch it out for whatever you want. So there's that. It's not fixed to your car, so they don't know that I it's don't actually. Know if they yours. would ever argue that anybody can do that with a screwdriver. Well, you would think, but they they will come up with anything. Yeah. yeah. You know? They will. Um, so you know, if you if you really wanted to do that, do it at your own risk. Um, on my Spitfire, personally, I um, it, the mounting plate is actually sitting directly in front of the only opening at the front of the car for the oh. radiator. <laughs> it takes up about eighty to eighty-five percent yeah, of you, the you... the grill. Oh. I am more likely a road hazard with it on. And for the love of God, it's a 75. Leave me alone. I don't even have to smog it. Get out of my face, please. I've yep. never been pulled over for it, thankfully. They have been nice. They've been understanding. Yeah, I, feel I like only have only one mirror. You're not a yeah. But that was, that, was, that was legal before a certain time. My dad's 88 Corolla only had one mirror because yeah. he got the base model and didn't pay for the optional side view oh right God, mirror. Well, yeah, the, the mirror thing is not a problem. Awesome. Yeah, you can you can take the mirror, the passenger mirror off any car, and you're good. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> but for the most part, I don't think even in California it's required. Um, My uncle, or our uncle, is a firefighter in Tucson. He has one eye, which uh-huh. is cool. Yes, but Uncle Jack. No, Adam. But that's Jack. funny. Okay. Um, we're Jews. Jack's not a name we have. No. no. Yeah. What about <clears throat> what about Jacavid? Nah. <laughs> so dumb. The uh, what about North? Oof. Nope. <laughs> His face every time he asks. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> but uh, but no, he, right? he he. I was like, he at one I'm point in his career. A list of these names. Okay, I can do that. By Jewish EOD. names. Okay. Eleven fifty nine p.m. Not so likely. I cannot mess this up again. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> Okay. It's okay, you won't. I, you have so a whole I have a week. week to record. Yeah, yeah. Before, or, that's fine. Know, I have a week. List, dude. Um, but no, he he was like at one point in his career, he was like the guy who drove the fire truck, and I was uh-huh. like, how do you do that? Right. <laughs> was he the guy that drove the front of it, or was he the front. guy on the front, front that front, swings front, out front, the back front. and goes, no, 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 he No, 
I don't, I don't think he drove that truck, but I was at the top of the ladder that that truck is attached to. Uh-huh. And boy, does it sway. That was unpleasant. <laughs> I bet. Well, just like straight up against nothing. Like normally they tip it against the building or something. But like this was just straight up in the air. And your boy's in the bucket at the top wanting to <laughs> kill himself. It was tree. horrendous. You could have just jumped. <clears throat> That's the fear. That's jump, what the jump, fear is. Jump. So... Um, no, but he had he had to have a right side mirror because he like didn't oh, have the eye. Oh, that so wide. No, you no, don't no. have a blind spot you can check. There's no oh, windows. Oh, oh, Adam has a constant blind spot. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. poker, you what you're saying. In yeah. poker <laughs> he's the he's wow. the permanent little blind. He was allowed to drive the fire truck. Yeah. Why did I not pick this up? <laughs> <laughs> what if his eyes doesn't move? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Holy At my bar mitzvah, he charged my friends $5 to take his fake oh eye out. My oh, my God. That's so smart. <laughs> Jesus. When was this? 80s? No, no, no. Like early 2000s. Oh, no. Where, when he lost he his eye. Arizona. Get it together. The pickings are not that slim. <laughs> I don't know. It is Arizona. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, uh, his any- kids are gonna listen to this. <laughs> Hilarious. Anything else you guys can uh, can think of, or did the gas thing mostly cover it for you? Yeah, that- no, I had a lot. Most of my questions you covered. Well, that's good. Um, now, this week I just had Chuck pull a car from little little collection box, right? And he. Now, is this 19- your collection or Chuck's collection? Right. And he just picked, he picked. Just whatever, yeah. Okay. He literally like had, he went down several levels, you know. Smart. It's um, a great move. And he pulled out the 1970 Ford Escort RS 1600. And, um. Tell us why I, you got this car. So, I asked myself, why the hell do I own this? It's a great question, Andrew Self. So, <laughs> it all started back in 1994 when I was oh, born. Boy. Um, you're I think worried it was how long about we are like a right month now. ago. Here we go. It was a month and a half ago or something. That you he, were born? David was talking about this. Yes. No. Um, he was talking about this car that he found. You know, you go through a grocery store and you're like, oh, that's tight. Let's grab it. I think you had it for a while, though. Right? This one? This RS-16. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, Andrew, you just got to have this thing, right? He walks in one day, puts it on my desk. Um, you know, we 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 uh, make eye contact. We say I love you. Um, <laughs> and, you lick each other's tongues. You know, that's we we lick each other's tongues, and that's that's that, right? Yep. So I think it was about two weeks ago or last week. I don't know. Um, he's like, time flies when you're having fun. Indeed. Carvio. Um, Last week or so, he was he. What did he say? He he brought it up in a little chat that we have. Um, he said, "I don't know when it's gonna get picked, but when it does, I have the episode name." Yeah, I was no, I was just thinking I was kind of getting everybody hyped up for our new episode because I didn't know when we were recording. Um, I said something along the lines of like, "Yeah, all right, I got a new. I'm, I'm even coming up with new names. It's top tier escorts." And you better believe it's a Ford Escort or something yeah, like right, that. Right, something exactly. along those lines. I right. came up with another one that wasn't as good. But then, so so um, a week later, I'm like, uh... All of our listeners are going to call for collusion now. <laughs> right. 
So, so <laughs> you bring week, it up a week ago. Chuck digs layers and picks the layers into the box. No, no, no. He goes layers in that box. I'm like, I don't know. The box is right here. Just pick one out, right? Because I don't want to. Right? Yep. It was my turn. Chuck doesn't get turns, so I gave him my turn. Um, Andrew deferred. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, you do. You, you really do. Um, you said that last time. treat you so bad. Yeah, I do all the production <laughs> and the editing, too. It's okay. You don't do all the production. This episode, I almost did. Well... Almost. Okay. Almost. Okay. But that, okay. But that's, We're that's arguing semantics anyway, and our so, listeners so don't anyway, care. So anyway, I let him pull the car, right? And he, you know, I, I like stack them very specifically so that they can all fit in this box that I need a bigger box of. Um, yeah. And he pulls it out. It's it's the f- Escort <laughs> RS1600. And <laughs> we are... We're f- we're gobsmacked. We're, yeah. we're Shenanigans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. We are absolutely floored. This was... This was some of your magic that you got. That 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 yep. David star in the sky, little little against It's called Juluck. Yeah. Juluck, gold, whatever you like. And we yep. sprinkled some on Chuck. Yep. <laughs> nice. I'll take it. And we got the RS sixteen hundred. Buy a lottery is, ticket. I did not buy it. I actually haven't owned it for that long. It's cool. It looks just like the uh, the one that you've probably seen before. Um, yeah, it's it is. It is white with the blue. Pinstripe, well, not pinstripe. I guess it's right, pinstriping right. around the blue, big old stripe down right. down the sides, right? And it's got the rally lights. It's the RS sixteen hundred that we've come to know and love. Um, so that's 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 that. Go ahead, Chuck. Uh, but we'll have to go back a little bit farther. So we're going to start with the story of the Ford Angley a little bit. It doesn't really matter <laughs> to you all until I mention that that particular model Ford was the one used in the Harry Potter films. It was likely yeah, yeah, that yeah, the Henry Ford one. first saw this film and really wanted to make one fly in time for the Fast and Furious 6 film. So he probably probably contacted Mr. Merker, SHO Mustang or something, and they made the Ford <laughs> Escort in 1967. These things crushed the market. At a base MSRP of 1700 or 60 pounds, the Morris dollars, Acre of the Mini. Dollars. That was dollars? That that's, was the US equivalent? That's to dollars. Yeah, that's right. It was like 1500 $1,760. Yeah. Uh, Morris, maker of the Mini, leaked all their coolant and dumped all the oil at their sheer side of the thing. The RS1600 in particular, which did have a significant raise in MSRP, packed 115 horses and 112 pounds of horse meat per foot into 1,700 pounds of English-designed steel bodywork. So, this was a mean little car. Horse uh, meat per foot. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's, a, bad, she's a baddie, man. Who so, measures that? Uh, me and Andrew. So if you Is guys that remember, with or without we do what we want. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, if you guys remember from the yet unreleased pilot, Lotus was constantly eyeing Ford's engines for their sports cars. Well, well, let's go and figure that they ended up using the engine using, used in the Lotus Elan, a twin cam, bored out four-cylinder, uh, before Cosworth came into the picture and took it from there for the generations moving on. Look it up. They did fantastic work. And we in the U.S. saw none of it. And that's so sad. It's so true, too. Speaking of that, the Escort name remains to be the most produced Ford car outside of the U.S. at approximately 2 million examples, with about 1.2 of those million uh, being produced in England itself, all in the span of six years. Wow. Uh, This feat is one that no other car has been able to reproduce at Ford or across the board, as far as I could find. But prove me wrong in the comments. Because with Uh, with Ford's, with 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 Henry Ford's, 
Nazi. So we'll start with Henry Ford, right? <laughs> Henry Ford the first watched Harry Potter, <laughs> saw the Ford Anglia, and he's like, "That's no, no, cool." No. I, he I gotta, watched Harry Potter take, two. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. There were like seven, and the Anglia at the time was like the saloon-based uh, Ford Squire, which had a trim the Ford called the Escort, right? Just like the the uh. the the Chevy Blazer Trailblazer trim turned was into the Chevy skimpy and shiny colors. So uh, and then then he's like, we have the to escort. make this for the next Fast and Furious film. It's great. Yeah. So so he went to Mr. Mustang. Short dress, lots of chrome. S H O Mustang, Mr. Yeah. S H O Mustang. The show stand. Is this going to be our history lesson podcast type of style? Why are you laughing? A f- kind of Futurama bent or Never something. Mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, so that that is that is the history, more or less. Um, let's move on. What do you got? What, what else you got? So the Ford Escort got its start in 1967 in Ireland and the UK, and made its car show debut in '68 at the Brussels Motor Show. Brussels! Shut up, Brussels! 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 So the Escort was mostly produced in the early years in West Germany. Uh, there were six generations to this car, and the first gen was front engine and rear wheel. Rear wheel drive, which rear made wheel for a very fun and exciting driving experience. Um, the Escort turned out to be very versatile, as well as the car, as the car started as a two-door saloon and later had two-door estate versions, uh, wagons for you plebs, four-door saloons, and a panel van as well. Which ended up turning into the Ford Transit. Yes, yeah, that was later to become the Transit, which they also kind of which had, they like... they made into a Super Transit. They did super that. Transit! <laughs> they did actually have that, but farther back, I was Am actually I, yeah. I was do, uh, doing a little research today on that, and that was brought up the Transit. It was actually also a model that was an Anglia. So the, the Transit yeah. has been in a so long that was, time. That, so the, yeah. the, the, was the, the van Anglia tra- was like the, the saloon-based format transit. of the Squire. I yeah, oh. yeah, something like that. Was the, the, the Squire was basically what is now a Ford Transit. Yeah, and then like I think I remember reading that the sister car to the Ford Escort was the Mercury Laser or something, or is a Ford Laser yeah, sold it. somewhere yes. else? It, it was it was sold the, in like South America. Or then they made the Country Squire that wood paneled sexy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that. So so Mercury also used the Fox body later on. Yeah, yeah. Right? Which I don't I don't We've I can never those. remember what it's called. Yeah. I can't remember either. One has passed through here. Capri. The Capri. Mercury Capri. Is it even right, that newer one that that guy brings to the... To Rad whatever you're... Yeah. I saw one today yeah. on, on the uh, So it's not the first time. Obviously, Ford you know, owns Mercury at a certain point, but uh, moving on. The whole time. Um, so this car originally started with eight engine options, um, so it was plenty tunable. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, all options were varyingly sized inline four-cylinders, though, so uh, the bad mamma jammas were the ones you could find in the RS or the Rally, the 1.6. Uh, when Ford realized they had made a firecracker of a car, they immediately started racing rallies with these chariots of sideways you mean, smiles. You mean rallying rallies? Yeah, rallying rallies, yes. They were doing World Rally Championship uh, in the 70s. So, um, Yeah, these things move. Yeah. Uh, this is when they took that motor and they helped to design for the Lotus Salon and slapped it into this family car. Put some six skitty boy shoes on it and off they went. <laughs> or it's grippy boy shoes, depending on what sport. Well, I mean, the, those rally tires are meant to give a little bit and grip a little bit, like certain I know scenarios. They're supposed to grip a lot. 
and yeah, give but, a little but bit. But you don't want to be like gripping while you're drifting in the mud, in the dirt, and kicking up. Well, shit. I thought that, I thought I thought that was all. That was all inertia. Maybe I don't know. I'm you not. Know? I'm not a suspension. Wait, wait hold on. What are we talking about here? Like the the tread blocks on like off road, like specifically you, how much like when you supposed drift to a rally car on dirt. No. That's all like inertia, and you're still powering through the whole time, right? Yeah, that part. Yes. Yeah. Uh, is it? I I'm not much of a physicist, but that I think when you're drifting, it's that's like maybe there's a little break, but like. You're hammering. Inertia is a force that you that yeah, you experience. That swing, Momentum swings is the out out, the ass out. When you I just, see, yeah. I see what you're saying. We might not be. You might not be the word. I think right? Momentum yeah, and inertia like, kind of go hand in. Anyway. Yeah. They got these things sideways. Uh, I thought momentum was like forward and backward, and inertia was side to side. I could be wrong, but like it might. No, 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 no. So like, so like inertia is what technically kills people in accidents. Yeah. Because thing stops and you're in the thing (laughs) and you keep moving because you're not bolted to the thing. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. And that is that is you have momentum. Yeah. And you are moving in this thing in which inertia has just stopped. Stopped. (laughs) Okay. I think. Sure. I don't know. We'll look that up later and let you know next episode. We will not don't add us on it. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, we won't. We will not. Uh, but so the escort's performance was helped significantly by the predictability and forgiveness graced upon the driver by its 95-inch wheelbase and its 4-foot 10-inch height. The Ford Escort would become one of the most winning cars in Group 2 International Rally. Uh, the Escort RS 1600 wore the crown for some time and would be only be disheveled by the new version of herself having a new Cosworth 2-liter inline-four that blew the doors off the car. It's own self. Yeah. Not other cars. It did that to other cars too. But its own it self. Yeah, the only car the version of it. Yeah, and then, then finally that Cosworth was beat by Audi. Oh That's... gosh, the RS sixteen hundred is 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 Lightning McQueen. God damn. What? You know, Lightning McQueen just gets beat by the next newest thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, it yeah. did it to itself. It bequeened itself. Yeah. The RSC, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cars yeah, 3, yeah, it goes yeah, yeah, to like the training school right. or whatever yeah. and gets I, beat by the this race is car. A, this is an unpopular opinion, I know. I like the 1800 more. Oh. Well, I mean, other than engine size, I don't know what the difference is. It's like more boxy looking and older in the, from the 80s. I like the 80s. Like, um, so it, it doesn't have like sealed beam. It has square headlights. Yeah. Are we thinking of the same car? Two circles, but two they're cir- in, like, yeah, 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 a square yeah, yeah. Thing. That's that's the one that, that the Mercury actually. Yeah, I that, like those two. I like, I like them. Yeah, I like them all. I like until it gets to like the nineteen eighties, and it starts getting a little weird until it gets to higher trims. But yeah, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The, the one new thing, like oh three Cosworth is always kind of cool. With yeah, that big stupid wing. Right. Sorry. This, but no, no. This is my say, favorite Escort. Right. Right oh, there. This is more proving my point. We can all agree that any Escort. Top trim, you know, nice one is always different. Top tier yeah. escort. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 Like an, and, 80, uh, an 88 is... RS Turbo Escort is like, in my opinion, one of the coolest looking cars. Oh. And that that well yeah. that is oh, yeah. our segment on the those. Escort though. Nice. That is it. All right. So that brings us to the. Escorts. 
Our escort picks of the week. Yeah. Our, what, who are our best, top best tier buy of the week? And um, so what are we Andrew this? is doing his. We should own. have all found these escorts on Craigslist. I'm sorry, that was my one little it's, joke. That's but, that's a funny joke. Yeah. All right. And then we just photoshopped sure it to say we no, photoshopped it to say casual encounters. <laughs> no, we should have found, we should have found like 95 escort wagons, you know, Ooh. and just been like. I would For casual nine hundred and fifty dollars. Wait, I would casual encounter that. I have this. I have this purple wagon with two hundred and eighty-seven thousand miles. It's it a five-speed it with grease stains all over the seats Ooh. and French fries yep. from nineteen ninety-seven. I want it. That's what we should have picked. That sounds like a hot truck stop. Like like the one that that lit, uh, that chicken <laughs> fucking. Buffalo. Anyway, so I did not participate because I simply don't have the time. It's a long no, it's, 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 it's a brother, it's brothers. A, it's a brother shootout again? And you guys get to vote. All right, the brothers are shooting And we out. have to call Antonio in so no, that he can be the break. There's going to be a clear winner no. because both of you say it's going to be a clear winner. Yeah. So it better be. It should be. I don't know if it's me. I don't know what Benny picked. Ben, you're up. That's me. Oh, first. I think my Benny might have won here. Oh, Benny might have. Whoa! Oh. Damn, that is the car, and it's That's also the Mexico sick. version. 1973 Ford Escort Mark One 1600 GT Mexico oh white God. with blue stripes. The four rally lights in the front. The cool want wheels for a ninety-five thousand and change. So ninety-five six hundred ninety-five thousand six hundred dollars. Mexico on the side. Yeah, Mexico brought up the base MSRP being like seventeen hundred dollars. Yeah, the base the, the MSRP of one of these was like eight thousand. Yeah, really. This was wow. yeah because they yes. won the championship in Mexico. Damn. Yes, yep. it was a big deal car for them. So if you were a person yeah. who wanted so to buy this, you would. Spend, I didn't read the article. There was an escort for the listing. I just saw what it was, and I found a different one also that I was gonna pick. But then I was like, I don't want to pick the one with like a gutted interior that's like racing. I want to pick one that's like sort yeah. of got a real interior but still is racing. And that was this one. It's got all the gauges and it's got all the like timers and all the stuff you need for rally but it's got like door cards aka yeah. door panels and like the the cage is like kind of hidden and it's got like yeah you know it's like a nice it's looking it's like it. it's a really tasteful looking rally car like rally replica not yeah, replica nice. whatever it's got, a laptop it's got, the, it's got it? switches it's got timers it's got a lot of stuff but it's also there. got like a nice steering wheel and like Door panels okay, and like okay, roll okay, up okay, windows and up, like it, the it, cool it's got stuff. A factory appearance with a roll cage in it. It's giving it's giving like pro mod. A bit older. Go down. It's in down, Norway. Down, 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 down. No, this is German. This is in Germany. Here we have yes, a Mexico. Everyone knows around. I mean, that has survived the racing battle and well is being being so reincarnated into a historic rally car. Oh, I see. In 1976, the Escort also took place took part in the famous Tulpin Rally, which is one word, which I don't know if it's supposed to be one word, but it is one word. Um, yeah, it's like got rebuilt stuff. It's like got modernized so stuff. This thing was bored out even more. It has um, 1750cc, which is 1.75 liters. has like yeah. 30 more horsepower than the original one. About, yeah. Um, so, you know. clutch. Nice. Uh, aluminum radiator. Good pick, Benny. Electronic instruments from Racetech. 
front Bilstein. suspension front from Bilstein. Bilstein back. So yeah. like it's 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 you know it's so it's it looks like here rear leaf res- springs it had a transverse leaf spring probably right. That's what I would think. Maybe I'm not sure. I don't know. I'd have, I'd have to figure that out. English thing. Good for low slung Eight weight. Eight spoke <laughs> Revolution rims that are 13 by six with red steam tires. I don't know how to say that, but I've heard of it. They're good tires. Um, it's ready to go in brand any new, rally. Completely ever. ready to participate in any road rally. Also, you can like you know. All right, I'm ready to buy this. this how much does it cost? Car, Ninety-five thousand in change. Ninety-five six zero three. It's eighty-seven five in euros. No, that's eighty-seven thousand five. So ninety-five thousand dollars. But okay, that's where we're at. And then go to David's. All right, I like, I like. Mm-hmm. You guys got to take the, the the attachments out. Yours is cool. Yeah. I like mine, but I think Benny might have taken this here. Now, I picked a 71 Escort Mark I, not a 1600. It's a 1300, 1300 GT. GT. Not a Mexico. It's got a Lotus motor in it. Doesn't it's, have cool rally lights. Doesn't have cool rally lights. That does is look a good, substantial though. drawback. It's a good color. It's a, it's very a great Lotus color. color. It's yellow. Yeah, that, that was about as much tire grease as I put on my tires. <laughs> the, the, That's a lot of grease the on that thing. before, and almost Bought out in the middle of the road because I put too much tire on. Oh, I didn't even mention my ad had a lot more pictures than this one does. Yeah, so that, that. It had a whole lot more pictures. It the was... restoration of this car took seven years to complete with over a thousand hours spent. So basically the guy went out for two hours a day and just fucked around on it for seven years. <laughs> Good for him. Pretty much. This it's got a not... hidden roll cage as well. My interior is better. It has a Lotus steering wheel, which is... Right hand drive, it's totaled. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, everything looks good. I mean, good. everything's clean. It's everything like, looks nice. real good in this thing. And How much is it? The price is 50,000 euros? Pounds. Pounds. So, so like $65,000? Like 60 grand. Ish. No, I don't think the pound is that much more than okay. the dollar. Okay, okay. we're Googling. Um, Stand by. But I think either way, mine's about almost half the price of Benny's. So this guy, this guy uh, has like not... Four paragraphs because each paragraph is a sentence. I will right. literally read it out to you. Uh, Sixty-three thousand dollars. This Lotus Two. Benny wins. This Lotus <laughs> Twin Cam is based on a seventy-one. Based on a. Is, is this even the original engine? Probably Might not. not be. Probably not. Still retains its, it's original factory 2. color of maize yellow. It's Mies. totally unique and perfect. In it. How do you how do you say that maize? M I A Z E yellow, right after it's Lotus Twin. Ca- keep reading. Of Miage yellow. It's, it's Miage yellow. You're joking. It is, it is totally unique and perfect in every respect. That's how they say it in Canadian English. That's not how they say it in English English. What, in, yeah, in American yet English, the rest of the world hates you. No, Miage. Five Hold on, hold on, hold on. The restoration of this car took seven years to complete. Over one thousand hours spent in excess of seventy thousand pounds to complete the project. And now you can buy it for less than that. So this guy's there's, losing his ass. There's far to too much to list, so please contact me if you need any further information. And I will send you a link to view over one hundred pictures of the restoration. All I would say is the car is immaculate. All he would say is the car is immaculate and looks just <laughs> as good underneath. It has never been out in the rain. That means you've never had fun with it and currently resides in dehumidified secure storage. You spent this much money on it. 
And you didn't even drive it in the rain. Eat it, dude. Like, you got to just drive this thing for the rest of your life. But sure. it's in the UK, and you can get it for 50 grand. And this guy's 63 got grand. 63 grand. Right. Wow. This guy this guy really hates fun and really loves losing money. Like some, wait, Seriously. go back, go back, go back, go back. Two pictures. One, two. It's got mud. It was in the rain. No. That's, it was in the mud. Well, like, rain David, you've mud. been crushed. I know. <clears throat> I even, win, right? Even at 45 That's such little dirt, pounds. by the way. That's road dirt. You $45,000. He drove through a puddle. It's, what, yeah. it's different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I just fucking around. I don't know what I'd spend my But mine's many, many pretty fucking cool, though, right? I, I, I ben guess. is immaculate. It really is. Like, I think I did well with this. I think, it, I think yeah, mine also it's, is. It's, 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 but it's the one you want. It's yeah. available at... Uh, b- uh, it says ooh, Mexico on the ooh, side. That's, that's hard. B-L-O-E, that go up. It might be in German. In German? No, it's German. No, it's not. Wait, go down. In B-L-O-E-M-E-N-D-A-A-L. No, Dutch. Motors. in the Netherlands. That... No, go information down. is in Lo- go location. Up. Oh, oh, yeah, location is in, yeah. Well, the, anyway. Is that France? Okay. No. That's what? Dutch. That's Netherlands. Yeah. yeah. Chuck is going to take France screen caps of these and yeah. is going to post them along with the episode so you can see what we're talking about. If he doesn't, let me know. I'll fire him. And Probably uh, vote for Benny. Just more. I think Benny wins here. Let's go on to the... David, come on, man. Sorry, dude. I, that's a good car. No, David. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> just, yeah, they're both good cars. But like, all right, but David's first on our oh, yeah. Bring a trailer, trailer bloopers. Let's go. Let's go. I know I'm gonna win. Um, I think me and Benny both picked something that was uh quite interesting today. Well, should I go with my first one or my second one, Chuck? Oh, now yeah, you're no. Oh, you asked. Here's the him. thing. I actually haven't looked at yours yet, so you are gonna have to decide. That's on you. Sorry, I think, right, I think that's you fine. That's fine. Um, so I picked. The, the, here's the description. Sports seats for a Porsche 911. Um, yes. And no reserve. And now they are like refurbished. These sports seats are said to be removed from a 1967 Porsche 911S. Said to have been removed. And they were just reupholstered in a place in Escondido, if I think I read that correctly. Um, Costa Mesa. No, no, no. Yeah, that's that's where, where they're at now. Oh, 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 oh. Re- like, there's the a shop. But, they're, but they're black leather with Pepita interior, which is kind of like cool. a plaid. I like and it. that was the, dis- like, black leather on the outside, and then a Pepita interior, like... The houndstooth. Which is like houndstooth, but not. But it's, it's not, like, but it's, it's like, like square. It's like, yeah. It's like yeah, more, pla- it's like plaid mixed with houndstooth. It's like a picnic and basket. Just the yeah, worst yeah, yeah. to look at. Um, and it gives me a headache. I... I like it, but I'm like... Well, you you like it because when you sit on it, you don't see any of it. But that's that's your point. Wow! Um, no, that's your man. Ow! It looks uh, like the screen's broken. There's not enough comments <laughs> on this one because the result of these, the price on these that sold about what, two days ago, they sold for $30,250. Oh Holy that's a 
that's obscene. These are that obscene. Is ridiculous. David, I'm pretty sure wins this one, but I think mine might give it a good run for its money because it's also is not there a car. anything redeeming about these seats other than the fact that they're just restored frames? But 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 you have to think of what a what a what a really clean 1967 911s would sell for now. But these are not 1967 seats. It and is a 1967 how, seat frame. How much is the car that's been Reupholstered. Yeah, that's one. They're not thing. the OG seats. <clears throat> not, not at even. all. But no. also, this is such a like. Uh, they don't even look like. This the is OG such seats. a specific. Yeah, they look too puffy. Yeah, thing. they look really no, thick. No, no, no. Yeah. They're just not the sports. Oh, I guess they are the they sports. They look super out of a 911 S. The bolsters okay. don't. They they're so rounded. They look like couch cushions. Yeah. So I think somebody who's going to buy these is going to put them in a I singer. Won. Or something. Oh, a singer, but or like no. some, some sort of resto no, mod. Yeah, the original seats. No, no. Okay, fine. These not not a singer, but they're like, gonna put in some sort of like low built buckets. from the ground up Frankenstein from whatever year I want. Nine Eleven, maybe from the seventies, maybe from the sixties. I say the from only winner, early eighties. It doesn't matter who bought it. The only winner here is the seller. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah oh, for yeah. sure. But like whoever bought it, I'm curious what the comments are. But also like not enough to look. So let's look at the comments. Look. All right, let's do it. They're not like that. No one's like, dude, what? Wow, I have a pair of 67 Recaros and oh, some others. Geez. Guess it's time to sell. Proves <laughs> how much fiat currency is swimming around the globe. What? Okay. Um, I bought a pair of Recaro sports seats two years ago. About choked the price I paid. Well, because they were original. Beautifully done. Six, said the guy who bought them probably on his other account. People Why did a know, thousand know. people like it? A no, thousand no, 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 people. No, no. Like he's that. just gotten a thousand likes. He only got one like. Oh, where do you see that, buddy? Is where the bottom, bottom, bottom left, is right there, next to flag. Down, down, down. Oh, this yep. one here. Uh... Go down. <laughs> yeah, like what? If these seats cost thirty k, I th don't think I can afford the nine eleven they go into. I think this is a BAT record for sports seats. I think this is a BAT record for any seats. Mank. Let's be clear that it did sell, in fact, sell for $30,250. Whether or not Mank ended up just, quote-unquote, selling the seats back to his friend is a whole different story. Uh. $30,250 for restored... Seats. Smart hoarder is an interesting comment. I don't disagree. Lucky. Um, All right. Well, let's, let's look at on. Ben's. These okay. comments are pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah. So mine, the bottom one. You're welcome. Your I bottom won. one. Thank you. Mine, uh, no reserve. <laughs> uh, Mercedes Benz 300 SL style go kart. Oh, I didn't know it was a go kart. Um, <laughs> sold for twenty eight thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars yesterday. Uh -oh. Uh, this go-kart is said to have been built in England, was designed to resemble the 722 Mercedes-Benz 300 SL, driven by Sterling Moss and co-driver Jenis Jenkins into victory at the 1955 <laughs> <laughs> The fiberglass body is finished in silver with a red 722 livery and is mounted over a tubular steer steel chassis, power sent to the rear axles via a rear-mounted 48cc single with centrifugal clutch. Centrifugal. Whatever. And uh, 
Additional equipment includes inboard rear disc brakes, 12 and a half inch steel wheels, headlights, plastic windscreen, polished aluminum four spoke steering wheel, and blue leather upholstery with plaid cloth interiors. A riveted plaque with a Sterling Moss signature is mounted on the dashboard. This 300 SL go-kart was purchased by the seller in 2023 and is now offered at no reserved in Plant City, Florida with a certificate of authenticity for the Sterling Moss signed plaque, a wood shipping crate, and a bill of sale. I'm, I'm, Why did you read this like Charlie What's-His-Face from the auctions? Good job, Benny. I was quite impressed. I have a voice for radio. You know he, what I mean? Uh, so this Plant City, Florida thing, I think, is why it was... Bought for twenty eight thousand dollars. You know, I don't. What's in the water in Florida? It's being well, sold about this. from Florida. Think about this. The only other mm. thing this person probably saw was the fact that a couple of nine eleven restored seats sold for thirty thousand two hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, this thing moves. Like, well, like, yeah. Simply put, without it's going got four any wheels. further, this thing is and nice. a motor. Well taken care of. There's it the is Sterling small. It's very cute. Your child can kill yourself in it. One of the yeah. comments at the I bottom would... is like, Sterling Moss signed so many of those plaques. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he bought the plaque online. Yeah, the guy bought... No, the guy bought this for the plaque, yeah. first of all. Second of all, who would let a kid drive it's around not, in a $28,000 go-kart? <laughs> but, but my point is, I would sooner spend... $28,750 on a working, very cool go-kart. 100%. Doesn't even need to be signed and or driven by Sterling Moss. You could have a blast in a go-kart. $30,250 seats that don't even have an engine strapped to them. Just imagine, hear me but, out. Okay, you're a rich listen. guy, you're five yeah. foot five, and the you last, want a jet around your house that's huge. The last one of these listed went for forty-four grand. That's what I'm saying. Oh. This isn't a blooper because there's a... <laughs> I win because the seats were more, and there was a worse purchase that somebody made for the exact same. No, thing I think you're like right. You probably yeah. do win. You win. That's the only but reason like, why I didn't pick this one. I, I would saw buy this. this. Like, you know, this is insane. Even if money were not an object, I would be, like, be down. For I'm going to be like, you're an idiot. I'm not spending thirty thousand to it. If you bought these seats, call us and tell us how much of an idiot you are. Um, that that 300 SLR go kart's pretty kind of cool. Pretty cool. It it's is not twenty-eight thousand no, dollars. No, it's no, cool. It's well built. I didn't know I was going to get beat by listen, seats. Listen, that's all. Listen, you know? I can, I can spend I can spend twenty-eight thousand seven hundred fifty bucks on a on an actual car and never be invited or qualifying for any kind of race ever. Right. This is my best shot at racing. In your backyard. Not for twenty-eight grand. It's not. You can buy backyard? a Miata for six. No, but yeah, but those are with other poor people. You know. This is with. This is with three children's. This is no. This is a bunch of no. This is a bunch of rich yuppies in their backyard. What are you yeah. racing? A grass track? I want to rent well, a they don't, can't even sit in that thing. You're right. That's well, your adults problem? are size. Sounds like a you issue. No, your that, skinny ass couldn't get in there either. Yes, it could. My legs might be no, up. No, no, no. You'd leaves, have to but... break your shins to use those pedals. Yeah. I, and I will. We'd have to break you right at the shins. Money is no object. Or I will, you'd have I to pedal with your shins cu- hands and steer with your Dude, teeth. Dude, that steering wheel so big, I don't even know if a, like a decently <laughs> sized kid can fit in that thing. Yeah, well, Sterling Moss Augustus Gloop? Never! Yeah, no. I don't, I don't know That's if Sterling so Moss was necessarily loud. a short person ever. But he was English, so maybe. Anyway, no one is driving this. And Thanks. very cool find. Yeah, well done, David. Uh, David, yeah, my vote is for you. You did win. But uh, 
Yeah. 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 But like that's an expensive plaque. Yeah. Go kart around Fantastic. it. So what other jingle we got? Good game, Benny. Oh, geez, Louise. I don't know. Give me one. I'm, I put me on the spot. I'm... Coors Light. Okay. Wait. Uh, what? <laughs> give me a car. Oh my God. Coors your... Light Mobile. Uh, Escort. Are your Chevy Silverado's <laughs> mountains not blue anymore? Wait a minute. No, that's that's too complicated. How about the like the a rock? Oscar no Meyer longer like a rock. Yeah. Has your Oscar Wiener mobile boiled for too long? Then call Carvio at 855 You boil your hot dogs? Yeah. Have you, what? Have you never had a hot dog? I a totally do it all the time, too. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to okay. nail the one you just said, David. Oh, is okay. your that's... Silverado like a pebble? Call uh, Carvio today. Yeah, 855-951-3335. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Well, bye now. I bye kiss bye. you, but I just done my hair. <laughs> bye. Take the curlers out, sweetie. <laughs>